0: Welcome back to the Create <laughs> This podcast with me, Tara Misseldine, and my co-host Amanda Kingsley.
1: <laughs> Today she just we're gonna... said, she said, we're ready and hit record, and I looked up and I'm like, oh, she's recording. <laughs> Well, today we're going to
0: take you on a journey as we always do. And it apparently is going to be a fun one, a little informal, (laughs) where freedom is cultivated through personal development, where women connect to fuel our futures and where wealth is created as a byproduct of being well. Um, We're excited. We've had to postpone uh, or reschedule this recording session a couple of times, so I think Amanda and I are both chomping at the bit. Um, so Amanda, let's start the episode with our gratitudes. What do you have to be grateful for today?
1: Gratitude. Um, let's see, I have a warm, delicious coffee in my hand, and I just totally dig collagen powder. I don't know if you, Me too. Yeah, yes. Yeah, totally dig it for so many reasons. It's awesome protein in the morning in my coffee. Honestly, like I notice when I don't drink it consistently that I pudge up a little. <laughs> no big deal. But I'm every time it happens, I'm like, oh yeah, you haven't been drinking collagen in the morning. So really interesting. Yeah, I my body definitely feels called to it. Totally. Yeah.
0: I I agree. And I know that when I take it regularly, I also notice an improvement in like my joint issues because I get bad carpal tunnel at night and it definitely relieves it. Cool. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, my gratitude today is for my 13 year old brick and mortar traditional service business (laughs) that helps fill in all the blanks and is a bit of a roller coaster, but it gives my family security and Something it's like something that I know how to do really really well now, um, so it I'm grateful for that business.
1: Awesome, yeah. I love it. All
0: right, cool. And on that note, it's kind yeah. of a good segue. Today Perfect we're talking segue. about money, money and budgeting, like specifically. Um, I I mean I know where my mind goes when we we talk about the broad heading of money and or budgeting. Um, I'm interested to know where yours goes because I I think we're in slightly different situations monetarily since we've met.
1: Panic? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh well, then maybe it's the same. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, my money story has changed so much in my adult life. Um, I have a lot of a lot of faith in things working out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I also feel like I haven't hit a point in my life where. I'm like consistently ahead. And so that's what I mean by panic is that I do still, and it's not panic, like stress panic. It's more just like, how's it going to work out this time? (laughs) Um, which maybe is the way it always is, but I feel like I've been on the edge of getting ahead for a long time. And I'd like to get really far ahead so Mm -hmm. that I'm not in that place of like, how are we going to pay this bill? How are we going to pay that bill? And it does; it always works out, and I'm so grateful for that. And I think part of the reason it does is because I believe it always will work out. And now I just need to switch my mindset into believing that there is an ability and um, an abundance that I can can get ahead. I don't have to always just be breaking even. Mm. So that that's
0: been your story forever.
1: It has been my story, yeah. Totally. Yep.
0: Yeah. So we're, we're slightly different in that. I, I feel like I have experienced where I am right now is almost identical to that, but I've experienced both sides of a very wide spectrum, you know, where my, we were welfare latchkey kids for a spell and, I moved out very early and supported my younger sister and we chose between heating our house or buying food um, while I was working, you know, an inhuman amount of hours. And then I've also had the experience of making multiple six figures a year in a business and having more money than we knew what to do with and having a food budget that was Mm. literally six times what it is now. (laughs) And not even caring, like the the budget was so ridiculously high that like we never even exceeded it, and we bought anything we wanted to, and we've just like we had enough money that we didn't think about money, and that was what my goal has always been with money is like, you know, my my story around money is not I don't want to think about it. Like I I just know that I'm generating enough, and enough is there to do anything I want to do, and I don't have an exorbitant lifestyle. You know, the things I want to do are not like extreme. I don't necessarily need to own a yacht or anything like that. I don't need to have a million dollar home. Um, I just want to have enough money to like, you know, do what I want to do is, um, yeah. so, but I have experienced both sides of those, spe- that spectrum, like having, having more than enough money and having a savings account that grows every month, despite everything being paid on time and, right. and living, you know, not like a frugal luxury, I'd say. You know, I'm always yeah. conscious of money, but yeah. you know, not we didn't have to choose between anything. We we could right. do what we wanted. So it's really interesting that you know I have experienced both of those, and now it's sort of like that that roller coaster has got me now down to like just slightly below where I would like to be, <laughs> quite a bit below that top end of yeah. the spectrum. Um, and that's where I think m- uh, being conscious of where money goes, and from that budgeting perspective that's really important when you're in these kinds of situations, you know, when, when you do have to be like managing the time frame of when money's coming in and when that same money needs to go out, because there's not necessarily enough to just, you know, I, I know that going into the month, I can't just pay all of my bills before we collect more money. You know? Right. Um, and I don't know if that's the same for you, but do you, so do you actually operate within an actual budget in your house or is it more like the principles and practice around money?
1: (laughs) Well, I think I love that you described my, my introduction as a story because it is so much a story. For instance, as, as my income changes, our income changes. And we've had like anywhere from one to five streams of income in our house. Like it's just always changing, but as it changes, we adapt so that always having enough, just enough, just enough um, is always adapting. You know, like I made more money last month than I've made ever actually, but well, there's congratulations,
0: still Interruption.
1: <laughs> interruption. Yeah. But there's still these huge bills that need to get paid. So it's like, it, I, it's proof to me that it is a story because as I change, it changes with me. You know, and that um, I really like that because I know that then I can then I can move it out of the way with some intention and some work. And I bring this up now because you said you you segued into budgeting. And I really do feel like if I learned about money, understood and committed to a budget and really became much more aware of the ins and outs that that story could change. And I've said that so many times in my life and not done it, (laughs) which is interesting. But I think that the, one of the missing elements for me is just awareness. Like, I don't, I'm like, you said, I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to know. (laughs) I don't want to think about it. It'll work out. It'll work out. It'll work out. And it does. But I, Sometimes I'll look back and be like, how did that work out? Like, what just doesn't even make sense mathematically? Like, mm-hmm. what? <laughs> and so, yeah, I do think one of the key elements, and now that I'm saying it out loud, I am even like way more motivated to address it because um, I do, yeah, that story just comes with me because I ha- mm-hmm. I'm not really honest about money and budgeting and I just wait for it to work out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it, not to say that it's working against that manifestation process to like give it a little bit of help in working out maybe faster or even easier or more like (laughs) more advantageously. Um, But I, I agree with you. Like, I'm, I'm extremely conscious of frugal living and where can I reserve the money that I've made. But I very much view. Um, you know, money is just a resource. It's like the money that comes to me, I have earned and sometimes very with a lot of energy and like I traded a lot for that money. So I have made many budgets in the past and then depending on my emotional landscape or like the, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's more important for me to feel like those resources are actually mine than, you know, something else. So like I'll treat myself yeah. or I'll, I'll invest that money somewhere that doesn't necessarily fit my budget so I've made many budgets and abandoned also yeah. many yeah um yeah but it I've is important. With, yeah.
1: I've definitely worked with a few people who have guided me down the budget road and I don't know maybe this will be my ask at the end or I'll just ask early like uh, one thing I notice happens is when I get super i don't know like i don't know if i'm gonna find the words when i really look at the numbers and do do think in terms of budgeting and and more awareness um i panic like i don't it and then it doesn't work out and so i think that's the thought place i need to get to when that panic comes in to retrain my brain not to because when I don't pay attention, it. this is my story. When I don't pay attention, it works out. When I do pay attention, everything's stressful. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, yeah, that's the place that I need to do it differently this time. Is like, do the thought work, the inner work, the deep work to be aware and not have it be stressful. Because mm-hmm. that's what I've seen in the past. Like, that's my history and the story that I've attached to is when I pay attention, it's stressful and it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. When that I don't pay attention, everything works out. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause
0: you're keeping it, cause you, you are convinced that paying attention <laughs> is going right. to make it not work out. So right. then your, your energy is sort of like flowing in, in that wrong spiral. Um, so yeah. I, I feel similarly like when I, so one of the most transformational experiences I had when it got, it made things worse before it got better. Um, but I was part of a money group with a couple of very dear friends of mine and we, we followed this book that it was sort of like a eat the meat, spit out the bones kind of thing, because the author of the book was so not an, in alignment with all of our. It was like, oh, well, maybe we shouldn't spend $300 on shoes this month. And we were like, um, yeah, not at all where any of us are. <laughs> but the principles were there. And part of it was that we got very, very vulnerably transparent with one another about exactly where yeah. all of our debt stood. We did spending wow. for an entire month and then like shared with the group about where our money actually goes. And I've never been more clear on where money Mm. went. But then when I started, you know, creating spending plans, instead of like budgets of like capping where I was allowed to spend money and did a spending plan and made it more of like, here's where I intend to spend money. Not like, here's where I can't spend money, which is a lot of times the way that I would view yeah. budgeting in the past. Like right. I can only spend this amount of money. Um, it was like, I'm choosing to spend this amount of money because that's what is going to protect my family and my finances. And then also what really helps me is when I view a certain budget line um, or a spending plan line as more of a challenge and less of a limit. So I'm like, can I spend even right, less than right. that amount of money? Like, can I do that? I think I can do that. It makes me get creative with like our yeah. eating and creative with batching my errands so that I'm not filling my gas tank as much or, or whatever. Yeah. But like, I mean, we're talking when I'm like really hardcore trying to um, yeah. you know, protect the resource of our money. Right. But I, it always helps me not to think of it as a limit or like, because then I feel trapped and caged and like, why am I even yeah. working if I don't have enough money to like have these essentials met. Um, and it's more of like a challenge, like, Hey, can I do this? But that also feeds into my personality type. And there's lots of different personality types and some are, some actually feed on the clarity. I know that my sister is like that. She's very analytical. Yeah, that's and, not me. Yeah, me neither. And so her, sh- her knowing exactly to the penny, how much is coming in exactly what date things are due to the penny, you know, and having it complete. And my sister is debt-free and she has been for a long time. And like, yeah, you know, they also live on one income. <laughs> like, she's got a really good system and she found out what works well for her. But I think that it's really important to know what keeps you in that positive flow state around money. Right. You're absolutely right. It doesn't do any good to be clear and then be sabotaging yourself because your energy is totally blocked around it.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. There are so many. I mean, I would argue that money is the thing. That it has the most layers and the most nuances and the most telling, (laughs) Um, you know, it just, it speaks so much about who we are. And I, and I, one thing that I find super interesting is like, I am such a laid back, happy, go with the flow kind of person. And then when I, when I pay attention or think about money or dig into money, like, I completely freak out and like, I feel like not myself, you know? And so when I can put those two things in alignment, like magic is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, Right. And it's so interesting. I mean, as a coach, I feel like a hundred percent confident that I could coach someone through this and it's a pl- and I'm able to self coach myself through so many things, like everything except money. <laughs> um,
0: well, see, true. every coach needs a coach for something.
1: and It's that, so that true. It. Like, this is the place where I'm like, wait a second, all the other way- places in my life where I'm able to self-coach and get myself out of my own way, like, this one is just not working. And so this is a place where I really lean into lots of support mm-hmm. because I don't, yeah, I need a coach for this part. Like I need other people to help me navigate this because it is so out of alignment with all the other parts, you know. Yeah. Um and so yeah, I do feel like I can offer really good support to other people and give them really great tools to navigate this, but then I look at my own life and I'm like, mm, yep, panic, panic, <laughs> <laughs> panic. Nothing. Well, it's it's funny that
0: you say that because it, it actually does help bring people out of panic, and I think that's a the response that many of us have yeah. when we're in this kind of money situation. And it, most of the people that I know are in a similar situation, money wise, to us. Especially people that have sort of ambitious, um, self-driven projects and businesses that they're working on, because things are so unpredictable, you know. Yeah. And it takes a long time of investing in ourselves and something before things materialize sometimes. Um, but there's nothing that is quicker to bring someone out of panic than someone just saying, here's what you need to do. You know, that's, yeah, that's pulled me out of right? panic so many
1: times. I <laughs> I like, Please so, just tell me what to do. I can't get out of my own way. No, I know. I know. And, and then if they tell you and you're, you're like, no, that's not what I'm going to do. You still got your clarity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's like exactly. either way, if somebody just helps you, just nudges you like, okay, do this. Um, yeah, it still brings a lot of clarity in either direction because you're either going to agree or disagree. (laughs) Yeah, and
0: then you're going to have to stand for something instead of just being caught in in, like the cloud, you know? Yeah. And so you had mentioned that you utilize a lot of resources around this money thing. What are some of the things that you actually do or use uh, to kind of keep yourself in a good space around money?
1: Money mindset things? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I do go right to my why work and my thought work. So I stick with the same principles. Those are very helpful. And what happens is that, I'll, so um, a lot of times what will happen with the thought work is that I do the thought work, it makes perfect sense, and I apply it. And with money, I seem to do the thought work, it makes makes perfect sense, and then I step away from the paper and I'm like, hmm, application, not so easy. <laughs> um, so, some of the books that I love and lean into and can just open are um, You're a Badass at Making Money. Mm-hmm. Love that. Good one. Um, there's a book called Easy Breezy Prosperity. Have you read Ooh. that?
0: No, I have not. But uh, we'll make a note for the show notes. Actually, as we were books.
1: talking, it made me want to revisit that book because that was one of one of my favorite books. Um, Money books and Is that I think around
0: mindset, money mindset?
1: Um, it it was a little more woo than some other resources, um, but not at the same time. So yeah, definitely around money mindset. Um, I I periodically open Kate Northrup's Money Love Story, but have never completely followed it. Um, there's our timer. Okay. Um, Yeah. And just, and just leaning into other people who know, but yeah, I, I want to point out where you said like, it, you know, is very much related to personality because sometimes I will ask someone for advice or suggestions and they'll say, well, map out a plan for how you're going to pay it back. And like, that's when I, I'm like, no, that's not how my brain works. (laughs) Like now I'm going to freak out or whatever. Um, So yeah, it is important to understand your own personality and lean into resources that match it because otherwise you just get confused.
0: Yeah, definitely. Or, or you feel even more pressure to operate in a way that doesn't feel natural. And it just, yeah. I mean, and money can take a lot of time getting clear on your money and creating new systems for yourself and all of that can be extremely yeah. time consuming. Yeah. So I just quickly want to mention a couple of the books that I've also loved. I, I also love that badass and making money book that yeah. I've read that once. I'm probably going to read it again because I enjoyed it or maybe get the audio book. Um, the book that I was referencing a while ago that was sort oh, of yeah. the guidebook <laughs> to that money group. Yeah. Um, it was called the smart cookies guide to making more dough. Huh. And it actually did give me the template that I still use to this day for cool. creating spending plans. Um, and I would say that that was, like I said, the most transformational is, is creating that money group where you had the accountability and transparency and support.
1: I want to look into that. I want to, it make was very much. cool.
0: Um, And another book that I've loved that has helped shape um, sort of my thinking around money was called The The Art of Frugal Hedonism, Mm. which is like pretty much exactly my thing. (laughs) Mm. Like I want to feel like I live in the lap of luxury, but I want to do it on like the cheapest plan ever (laughs) (laughs) pennies on the dollar of luxury
1: wow yeah that's probably not the right book for me (laughs) (laughs) first guide to making more dough I don't know that sounds like (laughs) worth a read
0: (laughs) it's it's it was fun and like I said you like take the take the bits that work and don't take the rest too seriously because I have a feeling a lot of it like is kind of smh moments right right (laughs) Just totally different uh, strata of
1: <laughs> existing. Okay.
0: But I, okay, so well, let's wrap up our episode because we actually um, already had our timer go, right?
1: We 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 did, and um, I feel like we did, like this one. I feel like we really barely scratched this. Oh gosh, yeah.
0: I mean, it, it, so, I feel like seven more episodes have opened up. Yeah, the docket we'll have to, we'll while have to we talked. Yeah, totally. So, what what do we want well, to wrap I up? Our I already answer?
1: gave my ask. Like, I'm just curious about more resources people have that have been helpful. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to second that one because if you know of a great book or you know audiobook or website even that could kind of speak to some of this money stuff, please share it with us and yeah, we'll and we'll been, pass it on.
1: Like you or anyone has a um, a sort of like a template for following some kind of money sisterhood or money circle like that. That's really interesting to me and I think could be so helpful.
0: It really was. I we did it for over a year and then we even revisited it years later and did it for another six months. But yeah, I mean like paid off tens of thousands of dollars of debt.
1: Yeah. Together, There's something like, about doing that work with women that is really attractive to me. Mm-hmm. So cool. Great. Woohoo. Okay.
0: All right. Till next time.